Welcome to Creating the Path, a podcast for entrepreneurs who want to create their own unique pathway to success and happiness. I'm your host, Heather Grace Hansen, and each week I'll be sharing tips and strategies to help you create the path to a life you love. Let's dive in. All right. So today on the podcast, I want to share a little bit about my experience in recovering from burnout over the past year and some of the lessons that I've learned. So I'm recording this for a couple of reasons. First, I honestly just want to keep a record of what I've learned so that I don't forget. And I'm also hoping that this can help you if you are burned out, recovering, or if you feel like you're on your way to burnout. Because I know for me, hearing other people's stories and the lessons that they learned were really helpful in my own recovery. So if you are in that situation, I'm really hoping that this will help you. And quick little backstory to how I got to where I am now. I quit my corporate nine to five job a little just a little over a year ago at this point. I quit in November 2020. I'm recording this in November 2021. And the job that I quit, I had been there for a little over 10 years by the time I quit. And looking back on it now, I realized that I was burned out for eight of those 10 years, which is absolutely insane to think about. Looking back on it now, I honestly don't know how I survived being burned out for eight years. But anyway, so that's how I got to where I am now. I'm a year into my recovery. And so what I've done over the past year is to recover is, first of all, a lot of nothing, just doing nothing. I also at some point, actually, I think it was April of this year, I started going to acupuncture. Uh, I've gotten lots of coaching over the last year. Uh, I would sometimes do some light exercise, but only when that felt right. Um, I think exercise can be a, a good part of burnout recovery, but I was very careful not to push myself or do anything too intense. I would only do it when I felt like I was motivated and I would keep it light, you know, just yoga, stretching, or just a, an easy walk. I also focused strongly on getting enough sleep, and I learned a lot about burnout and just health in general so I could get myself back to a healthy place. And I also just learned a lot about myself and sort of rediscovering who I am and who I'm becoming in my post-burnout life. Because I realized after being in burnout for eight years, those eight years, pretty much all I did was work. You know, I didn't really have time to do anything else. And so over the past year, that's just been a little bit of discovering what I enjoy doing and what I like. And it's been a really fun process. And a couple things I want to mention right here um, in terms of resources uh, in case you also want to, you know, start learning and, and start recovering yourself. A couple resources that I have found super helpful 
for myself in my burnout recovery is, uh, so I mentioned that I started going to acupuncture. Uh, the woman who I saw for acupuncture and who also gave me some burnout coaching, her name is Caitlin Donovan, and she has her own podcast. Uh, it's called Fried, the Burnout Podcast. Highly, highly recommend. I still listen to it every week, and it's just amazing. If you're burned out, I think it's a must listen. So I will link that in the show notes, but definitely check that out. And um, she also wrote a book called The Bounce Back Ability Factor. It's a really great book to help start you on your burnout journey. And another book that I think everyone who has burned out, is recovering, or on their way to burnout needs to read is, um, it's a book called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. That's by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. And it's required reading. So all of that will be linked up in the show notes, but definitely check those out if you are looking for more resources on how to recover from burnout or just preventing yourself from burning out in the first place. Highly recommend. So that's how I got to where I am now. And so the first lesson, I guess, that I want to talk about that I learned over the past year was so when I first started my burnout recovery, my initial instinct was to actively recover. You know, basically some of my th first thoughts were, okay, so I've quit my job now. Now what do I do? I need to recover. So what does that involve? Like, what do I need to do? Like, I was still in doing mode. I was going straight from, uh, you know, working all the time all of a sudden quitting my job and you know granted I was starting up my own coaching business so I I still had work to do but I was purposely trying to do less so that I could recover but I was still thinking that there were things I needed to do to recover and granted I think there are things that are good to you know actively do in order to support your recovery but I think one of the most important things and one of the first things you should do when you when you start recovery is to just stop doing so much stuff just stop doing stuff and it took me a while to realize this like because i think it's it's hard i think for our brains and our bodies to just quickly shift gears like that um so it did take a little bit while but i think that's so important you know rather than actively recovering what I needed to do was just let the recovery happen. If you slow down, if you stop doing all the things, the recovery will happen. And again, so like I said, it took me a while to realize this for myself. But when I did realize that, I realized, okay, the doing nothing, like it feels weird and it feels like I... It feels like I'm not doing anything, but I had to trust that, okay, that's actually what I need to be doing. And that by doing that, that's, what's going to help my energy levels recover. And, you know, cause basically it's like, I see this on a spectrum, you know, there's burnout on the one side where it's like, we're doing all the things. And then there's the other extreme, which is doing nothing. 
So I got burned out after spending so much time on the burnout side that I had to go to the other extreme of doing nothing or doing very, very little so that eventually my energy levels could return to like some kind of balance or whatever my normal is. And I don't know if I'm there yet or maybe I'm almost there. But, you know, actually, like the other thing I I have come to realize recently is that I'm actually not too concerned anymore how much longer it takes for me to recover because I realize at this point it doesn't matter. Which brings me to another important point that I learned, which is that what I needed to do to recover is the same as what I need to keep doing going forward, which is managing my energy properly. I want to say that again because I think it's a really important point. What I needed to do to recover is the same as what I need to keep doing going forward. And that is managing my energy properly. Because I realized what got me into burnout was poor energy management and that what I need to do going forward is proper energy management. And I realized that when I started my burnout, I was thinking of things in three phases. There was my pre-burnout life. There is my burnout recovery phase of my life. And then whenever I recover, then there's my post-burnout life. And I realized, I realize now that, no, there's two phases. When I started my burnout recovery, that was the start of my post-burnout life. It just felt a little bit different because I was starting from such a low place with my energy so low that it felt like a different phase. And I think it, I think it is going to feel different you know, just in terms of like how I, how I feel during that phase of my life. But in terms of what I need to do, there's not much difference because it's all just proper energy management. When I started out at that low point, I needed to have a higher percentage of energy replenishment in my day-to-day life, again, to sort of counteract the long phase of my life where I was having too much energy draining in my life. So in that sense, it, it felt a lot different, but it's still the same going forward on a day-to-day basis, whatever my energy levels are, I just need to honor that and manage my energy properly from that point. If I have a random day where I'm feeling low energy okay, well, that means I just need to make sure I'm not draining my energy too much even more and, you know, do a little bit more to replenish my energy. It's all just honoring my energy and managing it properly going forward. That's what it all comes down to. So I won't harp on that too much because I know I'll talk about that in many, many future podcast episodes, but that is such an important one. And the next point I want to talk about is that my burnout recovery process, and I know this is true for a lot of other people, um, is that the burnout recovery process is not linear. It feels very messy. It feels up and down and 
forward and backward. There were so many times over the last year where I felt like I made a lot of progress. I felt like I was recovering. And then maybe the next week, my energy would tank again. And then I would feel super discouraged. And I would feel like I was never going to recover from burnout because all of a sudden I felt like I was just right back where I started at the beginning of my recovery. And what my burnout coach, Kate, helped me realize is that what I thought was a backslide was actually probably just life, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it seems so obvious once she helped me realize this, but life is not just a, a smooth line forward, right? There's ups and downs, there's good days, there's bad days. That's just the way life is. So why should I think that my burnout recovery should be this like, if it was on a graph, why should it be this like smooth line going just like in a straight angle upwards? Like that's not realistic if you think about it, you know, life in general is up and down. So why would there not be ups and downs throughout the burnout recovery process? That's just life. So once I realized that, I was able to not let myself get so discouraged when that would happen. I would just be able to say, oh, okay, so my energy feels like it's, you know, dropped a little bit today. So, all right, what do I need to do in this moment? Again, going back to the core of energy management, just in that moment, just honoring where my energy was in that moment. And then deciding what to do from there. But the important thing for me was just realizing that that's okay and that it's to be expected and to not let that discourage me. That was really important. And this brings me to my next point, which is brain fog is a real thing, y'all. It's a real thing. So Throughout the whole eight years that I was burned out, my coworkers and I would talk about the fact that we couldn't believe that we were in our 30s and it felt like we were sliding into old age. <laughs> we felt like our brain had just checked out and we would have these conversations all the time. Like it was just, it was crazy. And now that I'm recovering from my burnout and, uh, and actually, you know, I had this aha after one of my acupuncture sessions where I had one particular session and then the next week I had a moment where I felt like my brain came back online. I was like, whoa, I was like, what just happened? I feel like, I don't even know how to fully describe it, but it was like, I, I, it, yeah, it was just like, I realized like my brain was back. It was back. So if you are feeling the same, like that you're wondering, like what has happened to your brain? Like, where did it go? If you're feeling that brain fog, let me tell you, it is real, but it's not permanent. You can get your brain back. So yeah, there's some hope for you. <laughs> and so another thing that I realized in my burnout recovery at some point, so I mentioned that I was burned out for like eight years, but when I was going through it, it didn't feel like I was burned out that whole time. It felt like I was cycling in and out of burnout. 
So I usually felt like I would have these phases where I would burn out and be exhausted, followed by a phase where I had more energy. And that's when I would go full force and like do all the things and just work myself until I worked myself into like another burnout phase. So it felt like I was just like cycling in and out of it. But what I realize now is that I was actually burned out the whole time and that in that time I just had like boosts of energy basically. So if you feel like you're in that phase and maybe you're like in and out of burnout, just realize that like just because you have like a boost of energy, it doesn't mean that you're out of the burnout. And actually what I realize now is that when I had those boosts of energy and then I would do more stuff, that was only like just fueling the continuation of my burnout because again, doing all the things is what burns us out. So yeah, I just realized now that it wasn't a cycle in and out of it. It was just burnout for eight years. That brings me to my next point, which is that when I was burned out, I felt like my burnout had fundamentally changed me as a person. I felt like it had turned me into this negative, pessimistic person that I didn't like. And now that I'm recovering, I realize that it wasn't permanent, Uh, which was, I was so glad when I realized that because the changes felt so deeply rooted that I just honestly didn't know if I would get back to the happier, more optimistic person that I used to be. Not that I'm always an optimist or not that you always have to be happy, but uh, I won't get into a, a whole thing about, you know, the way that my burnout changed me and things like that. But it was just so encouraging when I realized that I was kind of getting back to what felt like me, if that makes sense. And I realized this is getting a little long, so I will wrap this up with my last lesson that I learned, which is that I can arrange my day any way that I want to. It took me a while before I really learned this, and I feel like I've learned it multiple times in the sense that I would learn certain ways that I can rearrange my day in a way that maybe doesn't look so traditional. Um, and then I would, I would make those changes, and then I would still feel like there was just still something not quite right in my day. And then I would realize like another thing that I didn't have to do a certain way. So I feel like there's been phases of me learning this lesson, but that's been a big one. So I will wrap this up with that last point. I hope this has been helpful for you. And again, just remember, um, I have those resources linked up in the show notes. And if there's anything that I talked about today that you want me to expand on in future episodes, please let me know. Uh, send me an, a DM on Instagram at Heather Grace Hansen, and I will see you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Creating the Path as much as I did. You can find the show notes for this and every episode at heathergracehansen.com slash podcast. But before you go, make sure to hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Until then, have a fabulous week.